0: This week, the Lord was really speaking to me about something that I'm going to share a little bit with you this evening. There's really only one thing I want you to take from tonight, because I feel in this season, it is so important. One of the things the enemy will try so desperately to do in this time is to cause you to miss what God is doing by distracting you with lies. He will try to distract you with lies. Because you must understand that the Bible says that that the harvest is plentiful but the laborers are few. In other words, there are only a few that will truly go out to try and reach those that are broken and hurting and lost. And one of the main reasons why is because we underestimate who we are. We underestimate what God wants to do with our lives and even what God is capable of doing. Listen to how strange that sounds. We want to limit what God is capable of doing in us. God can do anything in our lives and through our lives. He can do anything with you. He can do the miraculous with you. He can turn a city inside out, upside down with you. Tomorrow night, you could be baptizing 10 people at your house. Anything is possible. But the problem is, there are certain things we don't fully comprehend. Certain things we don't fully grasp. And so tonight, as we dive into the Scriptures just a little bit, I hope that this will strengthen, encourage you, and make you assured of what I'm going to share with you. Let's go to Colossians 1, verse number 9. We'll start there. I want to encourage you to bring your Bible to church. So when I read a scripture, I hear with pages, you know. Make notes, color it in. Write it, color it, paint it, underline it. Amen. Colossians 1 verse number 9. Paul addressed many of the churches in a very similar manner as he's about to address the church in Colossia. He says this, he says, For this reason we also, since the day we heard of it, do not cease to pray for you and to ask that you may be filled with the knowledge of His will. Just just stop right there. God wants you to be filled, to be full of understanding, to be full of the knowledge of His will. How many Christians walk around not knowing the will of God. The knowledge of His will is the knowledge of His will corporately, but also the knowledge of His will individually. God has a plan, a will for your life. There is a thing called the permissible will, the perfect will. He has a will, He has a plan for your life, a good will for your life. And He wants you to come to the knowledge of that. He says He says that you may be filled with the knowledge of His will. In all wisdom and spiritual understanding, God wants you to be filled with the knowledge of His will. He wants you to be filled with wisdom. And I love the next part because this is a part that many of us in the church today do not understand. He says spiritual understanding. In other words, He wants us to be knowledgeable or have understanding of spiritual things. You are a spiritual being. As much as you are a natural being, you are also a spiritual being. God has created you, soul and body, but also a spirit that has now been reborn. So with that reborn spirit, he says, listen, I want you to have spiritual understanding. So he wants us to be filled with the knowledge of his will, to have wisdom and to have understanding. Let's go to verse number 10, "That you may walk worthy of the Lord." You see, God, when He saves you and encounters you, He wants you to work worthy, He wants you to walk worthy of Him, fully pleasing Him, bring fruitful in every good work and increasing in the knowledge of God. If you've been here long enough, you'll now talk about that often, that God desires for us to increase. In the knowledge of God. In the knowledge of Him. Because the more you grow in understanding and knowledge of who God is, the more you will begin to realize who He is and what He can do in your life. It's such a powerful thing. He wants us to grow in knowledge. He wants us to know His will. He wants us to grow in spiritual understanding so that we can work worthy of the calling that He's placed on our lives. As Christians, to fulfill the purpose, the destiny, the will of God for our lives. There is a destiny, there is a purpose, there is a plan that God has for your life. And He wants you to work worthy of it. He wants you to bear good fruit. But if you don't realize that God actually has a plan for you, you will never be able to do any of the other things because you will always underestimate Who you are. Too many Christians underestimate who they are. Let's go in our Bibles to Jeremiah 1, verse number 4. Jeremiah 1, verse number 4. The word of the Lord came to me. This is to Jeremiah the prophet saying, Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I sanctified you. I ordained you a prophet to the nations. Listen, listen to what it says. It says, Before he was born, before he was formed, God had a plan for his life. He knew him, formed him, sanctified him, in other words, set him apart. To be used for the purpose of God this is so powerful I could spend a whole lot of time just talking about those Hebrew words because they're so powerful but I want you to understand that this is you as well you must understand that the Spirit of the Lord would come upon the servants of old for the purpose of service if you are a new belief if you are a new born Christian in the New Testament time, The Spirit of the Lord comes upon you too. When He comes upon you, it's for a reason, for purpose, for service. So just like Jeremiah, God knew that you would be here right now in the year 2023 for such a time as this. And He has anointed you, He has called you and set you apart to be used right now. It's so important that we understand that God truly has a plan for our lives. And that there is much, much more to you than meets the eye. On the outside, in the natural, amen. But on the inside, there's something going on. There's a change taking place. Your walk with God is exciting. You're being transformed every single day. You're beginning to hear His voice every single day. You're growing in wisdom. You're growing in knowledge. You're growing in spiritual understanding. I, what I has not seen and ear has not heard and what has not entered into the heart of man is beginning to make sense to you. What you couldn't fathom before, all of a sudden, now you're starting to realize there's much, much more to you than meets the eye. And I'm not a motivational speaker because I'm fully aware that it's not by might, that it's not by power but that it's by the Spirit of the Lord that there is nothing outside of Him. But I want you to understand something, that the value I place on the Spirit of the Lord that dwells on the inside of me with that Spirit dwelling on the inside of me. Listen, He doesn't live next door. He doesn't live down the street. He doesn't even stay in my yard. He lives on the inside of me, which means that there is much, much more to me than meets the eye. The devil doesn't want you to think that there's anything valuable about you. The devil doesn't want you to think that you'll amount to anything. The devil doesn't want you to think that you should speak to anyone. The devil doesn't want you to think that you're good enough. Take a look at what the prophet says. This great prophet, Jeremiah. Then said I... Ah, Lord God, behold, I cannot speak, for I am a youth. He gives his first excuse. He says, I'm too young. What's your excuse? I'm too old. I can't speak. Listen, there's not too many examples that are not in scripture of people that have tried to make some excuse. We're the weakest of our tribe, we're the smallest. We're just a shepherd boy. God will use whoever he chooses. God wants to use you. The problem is not God. And it's not what's available to you. It's not what's in you. That's the problem. The problem is that you don't see yourself the way that he does. And I'm here to tell you that in the season that we're entering into, it is going to require you to understand, spiritually understand that there is much more to you than meets the eye. See, when the devil looks at you, he doesn't look at you in, he doesn't look at your stature, physical stature. He doesn't want to know how much knowledge you have, how clever you are. He wants to know how much spiritual understanding you have. Do you know who you are? Do you know what is available to you as a believer? Do you know that when you pray and when you speak, that there is power in your tongue? He says, Lord, behold, I cannot speak for I am a youth. But the Lord said to me, Do not say I am a youth, for you shall go to all to whom I send you. And whatever I command you, you shall speak. Do not be afraid of their faces, for I am with you to deliver you, says the Lord. This is one of the most beautiful pieces of Scripture. Where he says, do not look at their faces. Don't listen to what other people say about you. Don't listen to what some say about you. Do not look at their faces. Don't look. And, 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 and because you have one thing that happens that, that isn't so good or, or you don't get a response that you want or you've had someone always look down upon you, don't look at their face. Don't listen to what they have said about you. Because God has said something different about you. You are the temple of the Holy Spirit. Inside you lives glory. The glory of the Lord is in you. The Holy Spirit is in you. Nothing is impossible. But you've got to understand that you are, listen to me, you are special, you are valuable. Because of who he is. And he lives in you. Are you with me, guys? All right. One more scripture. And then we'll see what happens. Amen. Let's go to John 14, verse number 10. You see, I was sharing with the team on Tuesday. Jesus, when Jesus was on the earth, in the beginning especially, he didn't want to tell people who he was. He would say to people, don't tell anybody what's happened to you. Don't tell them. And the reason why was not because he didn't know who he was or because he was embarrassed of who he was. He didn't want them to tell he didn't want them to tell, him to, to tell anybody because he was, if, if, if they knew too early, they would have killed him quicker. He only had a short time and he knew it. So he didn't want to tell them. But listen, he knew exactly who he was. He was completely bold and confident in who he was. And it's, it's, it's partly because of who he, he knew, whom he, to whom he was. Take a look at what it says here. John 14, verse 10. This is right at the end. This is just before Jesus goes to the cross. He says to his disciples, Do you not believe that I am in the Father and the Father in me? The words that I speak to you, I do not speak on my own authority, but the Father who dwells in me does the works. Jesus is completely confident. And completely bold in who He is. Fully confident and bold that everything He does, He does according to what the Father tells Him to do. He is so submitted and in unity with God that that there was no possibility that the enemy could take Him on or challenge Him in any way. Every feeble attempt of the enemy, the ones that we see in Scripture, are so insignificant in the way, what I mean by that is in, in the way that they had their effect, they were insignificant. They, they could not move him. Because he knew who he was. He knew, he had, he knew that, that, that he did not speak of his own authority. That it was the Father who dwelled in him that does everything that he does. I want you to take a look at what it says. The Father who dwells, it, it's, it's in me, it's his works. He's the one doing it. This is what Jesus says. Believe me that I'm in the Father and the Father in me, or else believe me for the sake of the works themselves. Most assuredly, I say to you, he who believes in me, the works that I do, he will do also. And greater works than these, he will do because I go to my Father. He's trying to teach us something and he constantly overiterates listen, it's me and the Father. And everything I do, I go to the Father. The works that I do, if you don't believe me, that it's me, then then listen, because of the works, who could possibly do these works other than the Father? The only one that has the power to raise the dead, the only one that has the power to open the eyes of the blind at that stage was the Father. There was no one else. Are you with me? So he's trying to get them to see it. He's saying, listen, you need to know who I am and you need to know that everything I've done is because of the Father. I need you to get this, guys. I need you to understand this. He says, you'll do greater works. You're gonna do greater works. He says, and whatever you ask in my name, that I will do. That the Father may be glorified in the Son. If you ask anything in my name, I will do it. Listen, that doesn't mean that everything you ask for, God's going to do it. What that means is that anything you ask in that name, He will do. Hear me out. You're not getting it. It's okay. I want you to understand. If you ask in someone else's name, He won't do it. But when you ask in that name, He does it. Are you with me? It doesn't mean that He's going to answer every little thing you ask. But when you're in Him, when you're in line with Him, when you're hearing from heaven and you ask in the right name and you know who you're praying with and you know who's in whose name you're praying, then nothing is impossible. You've got to read the text plainly. Listen, whatever you ask in the name of Joe, that I will do. He's trying to get you to see everything I did. I did with the Father. When you do anything, don't do it in that name, because if you do it in that name, it's not going to happen. So then he says again, anything you ask in my name, that's how you're going to see the results, guys. It doesn't mean that you're going to see every single thing you want. Think about it. He's trying to teach them a basic principle. You can't ask in any other name. You won't see the results. It's like me, disciples. I couldn't do it outside of the Father. The works that I did, I did because of Him. Now, when you go and you go and pray for the sick, and when you go and minister to the broken, and when you go and preach the gospel, don't do it in any other name because nothing will happen. But when you ask in that name, anything can happen. When you ask in that name, anything can take place. Are you with me? He says, if you ask anything in that name, I'll do it. But outside of that name, there's no chance. I'm in the Father. The Father's in me. Now you, when you pray, pray in the name of Jesus. Ask in the name of Jesus. If you love me, keep my commandments And I will pray the Father, and He will give you, oh, here we go, another helper, that He may abide with you forever. He's teaching them, listen, the same way that I'm with the Father, I'm going to send a helper, the Holy Spirit, the Paracletos, He's going to come, and He's going to be with you. He will abide with you forever the Spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive because it neither sees Him nor knows Him but you know Him watch this for He dwells with you watch this and will be oh that's good Jesus said I'm in the Father and the Father is in the Holy Spirit lives where what's He trying to teach us guys He's trying to teach us that listen there's much much more to you than meets the eye there's much much more to you then meets the eye. Or are you gonna look at their faces? Are you gonna to listen to the words that come out of their mouths? Are you gonna underestimate yourself? Don't you realize that there is someone, not something, someone that abides on the inside of you, and there's greater works waiting for you, wonderful things, great adventures hard times too just so you know but you got him with you all the time like Shadrach Meshach and Abednego said listen we will not bow the knee and our God is able to deliver us but I want you to know that even if he doesn't we will not bow the knee they didn't go well you know if I don't ask in that name and it doesn't happen well then he's not God God Well, you know, I asked and I didn't get what I wanted. So, you know, I just, you know, it's no, no. No, you're not reading it properly. There's much more to you than meets the eye. Why? Because the Spirit of God dwells on the inside of you. That makes you dangerous to the devil. That means when you walk past your teenager who's a drug addict, room, the presence of God is with you and has the ability to go into that room and begin to do a mighty work and every time you walk past those doors of that room, you can go Ka terebe, trien. you can pray you can cry out to God and the Spirit of the Lord is there with you, right there with you and He can begin to do a mighty work and you, sit down sit down, sit down, watch this, you'll walk past the room today And you'll pray and you'll go, oh, you know, nothing happened. Tomorrow morning, you'll walk past that room and you'll start praying again. And then the next morning, you'll walk past that room and you'll pray again. All of a sudden, you feel this tingling on the inside of you. Then you walk past that room again the next day and something begins to happen. Then the next morning when you wake up, instead of walking to the room, your daughter walks into your room. This time she walks into your room and she says, Mom, I don't know what's going on, but something's happening on the inside of me. If you ask anything in His name, He will do it. Spiritual understanding. Understand spiritual things. This is so hard for the natural mind to understand what I'm teaching to you this evening. Because it's foolishness. I'd much rather go learn five points on whatever. Your spirit man needs to wake up. Your spirit man. The Holy Spirit's wide awake. It's you that's the problem. So, let's keep going. Amen. This is not how I thought it would go. I thought it would be really nice. Amen. Are you getting something? All right. For he will dwell with you and will be in you. He says, I will not leave you orphans. I will come to you. But think about what he said just a little while ago. I want you to understand. You want to see the Father, but the Father's in me and I'm in the Father. Everything that you've seen, the works, everything that's happened is not of my own. It's because of him. So I want you to understand something, disciples. When I leave you, I'm not going to leave you as orphans. I will be with you. I will be right there with you. The same way that I have a father, you have a father. I'm going to make you and turn you. I'm going to change your name. I'm going to give you a new name. You're not going to be an orphan anymore. That means that you have a new daddy. That means that you have a new father. You have a Father that has all authority. You have a Father that has all power. Everything was created by Him and through Him. Nothing is impossible for Him. You are not alone. A little while longer, and the world will see me no more, but you will see me because I live. You will live also. Can you imagine? This is so powerful. They had no idea what was about to take place. He says this, verse 20. At that day, you will know that I am in my Father, and you in me, and I in you. In that day. You will know that I am in the Father, that the Father's in me, that I'm in you. This is so powerful. How about today? How about you know it today? That He is in you. Don't listen to what some say. Don't listen to what people have labeled you or called you. You are not who you used to be. You have been given a new name. He will not leave you orphans. We know the Bible says that we are adopted. Amen. He lives in us. And the way Jesus was trying so hard to get them to understand, listen, It's it's me and the Father. I'm in the Father. The Father's in me. But I want you to know that I'm going to be in you. The same way that the Father's in me. In other words, it stays the same. The same! (laughs) Somebody wake up! (laughs) You... If only you could comprehend who it is that lives in you. You see, that doesn't mean that now because you realize this, that now you're the Mackie. What it means is you finally comprehend that in you is the one who gives life, is the one that parted the, the Red Sea, is the one that opened the blind eyes. Surely. He can do something great with your life. But Jeremiah said, I'm too young, God. What are you saying? What do you say? What do you say? Well, you know, you don't know how bad I am, Pastor Alex, or how bad I used to be. Let's start with how bad you used to be. He's taken your shame. He's taken your guilt. He's taken your sin. He said to John the Baptist, he said, let it, let it be so, because I must fulfill righteousness. The law is fulfilled in him. In order to be righteous in the Old Testament, you had to do the law. But in the New Testament, he fulfilled that Righteousness. So now you walk with Him and He makes you righteous because He has fulfilled the law. The righteous requirement of the law has been taken away because of Him. You are not who you used to be. So why do you stay in that place? Why do you still think the way you did back then? Why do you still struggle the way you did back then? All you have to do is say, Lord, here I am. Be like the woman with the issue of blood that says, listen, I don't care about what they think about me. I don't care what they do to me. I'm going to get to him. I'm going to touch him. I'm going to reach for him. doesn't matter. This is a season that God is taking us into, a season where he's going to be using you so mightily. When Moses sent the spies into Jericho, they came back and they said, we are like grasshoppers in their sight. But they also said in our sight. They they were like grasshoppers in, in their own sight. What do you look like? When will we realize, when will we realize What we are capable of, not in our own strength, but just like Jesus said, if you ask in my name, anything is possible. But it does require, that's why he says, if you love me, you'll do my commandments. In other words, you will follow me and you will love me back. Amen. Let's bow our heads for just a moment. Father, tonight in this place, we surrender to you, God. Our lives are no longer our own. What an exciting time in your timeline to be alive. I pray, God, that you will open our eyes, that you will increase us in wisdom, knowledge, and spiritual understanding. That we will grow in the knowledge of your will, corporately, and also for ourselves individually. And that we will grow in the knowledge of you, Father, more and more. But I also pray tonight, Lord, that the same way that Jesus had an assurance, a confidence, the first thing, when he came out of that baptismal water, the words, this is my beloved Son in whom I am well pleased. Was spoken from heaven. He never questioned it. Lord, I pray that we will be just like that. That we will not question that we have your spirit living on the inside of us. We cannot do anything of ourselves. But because you live in us, have saved us, delivered us, transformed us, every day we're being changed, Lord. I pray, God, that you will cause us to have this assurance, this knowledge, this understanding, Father, that there truly is much more to us than meets the eye, that we will stand with authority, that we will stand submitted to you, God, and that our lives would be, would, would, would be testimonies. Lord, let it be like Jesus said, that, that a light should not be hidden under a bush. But our light will shine, that we'll be the salt of the earth. Father, how can we be salt if we don't even like our own flavor? I pray, God, that you will give us a boldness. Like you said to Joshua, only be strong and courageous. I pray, God, that we will be just like that, that we will be strong and courageous and know that it's not by might or power, but by your Spirit. So we boldly come before you humbly, God. Because we know that we are nothing outside of you. But in you, nothing is impossible. So take our lives. Father, under the sound of my voice, I pray for every person in this place. Lord, you know where they come from, what they've been through. If there's someone here this evening, Lord, that that has lost their way, I pray that you draw them back tonight. If there's someone here that has gotten to that place where they've underestimated themselves so much that they're not even walking with you the way they used to, draw them back tonight, God. Draw them back, Lord. We honor you. We love you. We worship and praise you. If you've come here this evening and you don't know Jesus and you want to give your life to him, listen. That's not available. Everything I preach tonight is not available to you unless you know Him. But if you know Him, you are born again. You get a new life. You get adopted into His family. He takes away your sin. He makes you whole. He makes you pure. And you start the greatest adventure that you could ever possibly imagine, walking with the King. But you have to give your life to Him. You have to say, Lord, my life is no longer my own. I give it to you. If you've come here and you say, Pastor Alex, that's me, can I ask every head, Bowed, every eye closed for just a moment. We're going to do this real quick. If that's you and you say, I need to give my life to Jesus, I can feel my heart beating in my chest. I can feel the Holy Spirit pulling at me. If that's you, quickly slip your hand up so I can pray for you. I see your hand. God bless you. Thank you, young man. Anybody else? God bless you. Anybody else? Thank you, young man. God bless you. Thank you so much, young man. God bless you. I see your hand, young man. Anybody else say, Pastor, that's me. Tonight, I need to give my heart to Jesus. Tonight, I know I need to give my life to Him. Quickly slip your hand up. I'll include you. God bless you. Thank you. If you've come here this evening and your life is not right with God, and you know it's not right with God, But tonight you make a decision that tonight I'm going to take a hold of what God has for me. I'm going to leave my past behind me. I'm going to let go of those things of this world that have drawn me away from him. And tonight I rededicate my life to him. If that's you, slip your hand up. I'll include you in this prayer. God bless you. Thank you, sir. Anybody else say, Pastor, that's me tonight. I want to rededicate my heart to Jesus tonight. God bless you. Thank you so much, sir. Anybody else? Last call. Anybody else say, Pastor, include me tonight. I need to run back to Jesus. Raise your hand real quick. I'll include you in the prayer. God bless you guys. God bless you. Thank you so much. Now, if you raised your hand, I want you to, I want you to stand right there where you are. Don't be afraid. Just quickly stand right there where you are. If you raised your hand, don't be afraid, guys. Quite a few of you raised your hand. Quickly stand for me. Don't be scared. Come on, church. Let's give them a big round of applause. God bless you guys. God bless you guys. Thank you so much for your courage. Amen. Don't sit down. Come to the front real quick. Come quickly. Come quickly to the front. Come, sir. Come. Come. Come quickly. Come, young man. Come. Come, man. God bless you guys. I give you a hug? This is a big moment. Thank you so much. God bless you, sir. Thank you, guys. Thank you, guys. Amen. We're going to pray with you guys real quick. If you just can look at me for a moment. This is the most important decision you'll ever make. But the Bible is so clear, you have to confess with your mouth and you have to believe in your heart. It has to be something that comes from you. It has to be something that comes from your heart. So we're going to pray a prayer now. If I can ask you just to pray it this, this evening from your heart and allow the Lord to take a hold of your life this evening. You will never be the same again. I got saved many years ago and I've never looked back. So church, let's all stretch our hands out towards Him and let's all pray together. But you guys especially, just pray this with me. Let's just say, Father, tonight I come to You. I believe Jesus died and rose again. He's the Son of God. Forgive me for my sins. Wash me in Your blood. Write my name in the book of life. My life is yours. Fill me, Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. If I could ask my leaders just to come up real quick. Amen. God bless you, sir. God bless you. God bless you, young men. God bless you. Thank you. God bless you, sir. God bless you, young men. It's a new day, hey? New beginning. Amen. Young man, God bless you. God bless you, young man. Ma'am, God bless you. God bless you, sir. Thank you so much. If I can ask you guys just to take a look over there, there's that young, handsome pastor over there, and behind you is one of our leaders. We just want to pray for you and encourage you this, this evening. Church, let's give them a big round of applause. If you could just follow him. Thank you guys so much. Come on, church, let's give them a big round of applause. Amen. God bless you. Amen. Take a seat for just a moment. Man, that's pretty awesome, right? Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Are you guys all okay? Yeah. Did you get something out of this message yeah. this evening? Amen. Don't ever underestimate yourself. Why? Because how can you underestimate your God? He lives in you. So you can be bold and you can be confident. And your whole neighborhood should be safe because of you. There should be no demon in hell that wants to come near your neighborhood because of you. Amen. Amen. Do you know that we had at least four new salvations tonight? Isn't that incredible? Out of that kind of message, I don't even know how that happens, you know. But that's how God works, you see. It's the Spirit of the Lord. Amen. Now, if you have come here this evening... And you have a great need. I mean like you've got something major going on in your life. And you need healing or you need breakthrough. We want to pray for you. So I want you to come to the front. Don't be afraid. Come to the front quickly. If you have a great need in your heart. And you need healing or breakthrough. Come to the front. Around and don't look at me. If you've come to the front, you are in desperate need of a breakthrough, healing, or something going on in your life that you need a breakthrough. Amen. Father, in the name of Jesus, I lift up these precious people of yours, God. You know every one of them and everything that's going on in their lives. You know exactly what they need, Lord. And you are our healer. You are our deliverer. You are our restorer. Holy Spirit, I ask right now in the mighty name of Jesus and in no other name but that name that you come right now, that you touch them, and that you give them breakthrough. In the name of Jesus, right now. Breakthrough. In the name of Jesus, right now. Breakthrough, breakthrough, breakthrough in Jesus' name. I'm going to come back to you. In the name of Jesus, just touch him, Father. Just touch him, Lord. You know what it is, Lord. In the name of Jesus, thank you, Holy Spirit. Right now. Just touch her now. There he is. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. There he is. Breakthrough breakthrough now, healing now, now, now take it all, in Jesus name, now now, now in the name of Jesus, just touch it, watch out come on guys Jesus name be made whole in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus now and I give you thanks lord now lord in Jesus name in Jesus name now 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 lord just touch me thank you holy spirit thank you lord just for lord more more breakthrough 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 in Jesus name be made whole. More you now in Jesus name there he is he's right on you now the power of God's all over you break through break through now in Jesus name it's yours take it now take it now refreshing, winds of refreshing to breathe upon her God, to refresh her, to make her whole in the name of Jesus. I rebuke the devourer that has come against you in the mighty name of Jesus. I pray God that you would touch her, that you would touch her mind, that you would touch her heart, that you would touch Father, the deep places, the lonely places in the mighty name of Jesus. Fill her up God, more of you in Jesus name, healing your body in the name of Jesus right now right now right now there's the power of God now just follow more Lord more Lord more Holy Spirit just touch you thank you Jesus breakthrough and healing deliverance is yours in the name of Jesus thank you Holy Spirit in the name of Jesus I give you thanks for it right now right now right now there he is there's the power of God thank you Lord breakthrough Breakthrough. 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 Breakthrough for you in Jesus' mighty name. In Jesus' mighty name. Hallelujah. Now, now, there's the power of God. Touch her. Follow up, God. Touch her in her body in Jesus' name right now. Right now, I give you thanks for it, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. More, more of you, God. Just follow up, Lord. Follow up, Lord, in Jesus' name. There he is. There he is. Never the same never the same peace peace God give her peace Lord give her peace Lord give her mind peace God in Jesus name and I give you thanks for it right now right now follow touch your Lord more more Holy Spirit thank you Jesus thank you Lord thank you, Father. Thank you Jesus hallelujah 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 there's the power of God now 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 just follow follow now follow now in Jesus name right now right now just touch her just touch her Lord you know what she needs Father I ask in Jesus name breakthrough in Jesus name right now right now be healed be made whole in the name of Jesus right now and I give you thanks for it now Father I give you thanks for it Lord in the name of Jesus now now be healed be healed now in the name of Jesus right now right now breakthrough 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 in Jesus name in Jesus' name, breakthrough, 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 breakthrough. Healing, healing, Father. Touch your inner body. In Jesus' mighty name, I give you thanks for it. Right now, right now. There he is. There he is. Follow up, Lord. Follow up, God. Are you married? Hey, are you married? No. Paper. On paper? Okay. All right. Father, I pray right now. That you will heal her heart, Lord, tonight. That you will make her whole, God. I break every curse now in Jesus' name. Father, I pray for freedom, for freedom for her right now (laughs) in the name of Jesus. Be free now. Be free now. Be free now in Jesus' name. There we go. There we go. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Touch her now. Touch her now, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Father, fill this precious woman. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. God is moving. Amen. Hallelujah. I think before we close this evening, let's get the band back up on the stage. If you're still here, please, guys, real quick. Come on. Let's all stand. We're going to close out. Father, we love you so much. We're so grateful for what you have done tonight, Lord. I pray that even though the word, Father, is a simple word, but let us never forget it, God. Jesus made it so clear. I am in the Father. The Father's in me, and I am in you. Let us never forget it, Lord. Holy Spirit, let us partner with you, and let us be led by you lead us into paths of righteousness. Lord, help us open our eyes, open our ears, and open our hearts, Father, in the name of Jesus. We love you in this place. We worship and honor you in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. Father, tonight in this place, we honor you and thank you for your presence and for what you are doing right now in our hearts and in the hearts of so many believers all over this nation. You, can, you, can just, you just know, Father, that there is, there is a unity that is taking place in the body. And we are so grateful to be a part of this right now. Let no one leave this place the same way that they came in here this evening, Father. We honor you. We love and worship and praise you in the mighty name of your son, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. We're going to close with a praise song where you can leave. We are closing the service officially, but we're going to just, amen. Are you guys ready? you good, ready to do it. Amen. So God bless you guys. Have a wonderful night. Don't miss church tomorrow. Amen.
1: If that's the tempo guys. Come on now. Yeah. With your created power, the galaxies you crafted, in just your breath.
0: one. one more time let's try and close one more time amen (laughs) come father we thank you so much there's no doubt Lord that that there is an expectancy and an excitement and a desire for more of your presence let that be what this is all about God just more of you that's our desire father I pray Lord that people will leave this place like every song we sang tonight delivered full of joy walking out of this place, Father, changed not by might might. or by by power but by your spirit. We love you, God. Bring us back tomorrow to the house of the Lord, Father. And Lord, we just, we are so grateful. Come on, let's give the Lord a big clap. Amen. Come on, let's give the Lord a big shout of praise. Come on, give him a shout of praise. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Amen. God bless you see you tomorrow.